potentially severe activity with some damaging winds potential yet, but most of the severe threatening weather will ease off quite a bit and we'll have less concentrated areas of the rains as they become scattered to more widely scattered as we approach the midnight hour. Tonight, cooler upper 50s early in the morning tomorrow. Sunshine is back with this all-day New Year's Day. The afternoon high tomorrow goes to the mid-60s. Sunny Saturday as well as Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Irish coffee is a small batch hand. About this uh, overlook that I am giving right now. It's coming to you from the food show, and uh, we love being here talking about every aspect of food that you can think about. Uh, everything from cooking everything in sight, making all your own drinks, uh, and even changing the colors of this or that. And we do this in a calmly way. We do it in a way that is uh, very sophisticated. I, it's, that's what appeals really? to me. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, you can't get everything right on the money every second. Uh, but uh, we do a fairly good that around here. Happy New Year, everyone. Hmm? You I what? said Happy New Year to everyone. To grab that microphone and shove it on top of your face, would you? Yeah. Like, do it right like here. You know what I think would be also really helpful, Tom? If what? you took that headset and put it on your ear. On my ear? Just uh -huh. on my ear? Yeah. I have all the really other things to sing, and I'm very, doing nothing but really, ears. Really, really helpful. Hmm. Interesting. Six, six, Nine six nine six. If you yeah. want to talk to us, it is the very last day of the year. My goodness! Oh, it is. It is mm -hmm. hmm. the very well, last day of twenty twenty. I can believe it because this morning I woke up in the middle of the night uh, at about in the right in a dead miracle, mm -hmm. and uh, looked straight up, and I saw this brilliantly big white uh, uh, tone up there. And uh, it, it was just stunning. And I, I uh, occurred to my, it myself that it would be a good idea to go there just about every time all week on, on because we usually, usually just stuck things inside of length of copies and this and that. Yeah. You notice that by any chance? Mm, Any of those uh, big to spark times? We had a great, as oh, in great, lunch today. All around about that, like that. We what had was a the great lunch? Today. What was in it? We went to the new tavola. Havala. Mm -mm. What is that for? You know, it's on the side of the of the A L O. Yeah. What is it for, though? What does it do? A L A A is the new Creole cuisine concept restaurant. Yeah. In not in Lakeside, but outside of Lakeside, in yeah. the old Bravo. I've I've seen that uh, center it's in there. It's called uh, Fairly two weeks ago, <laughs> and and a, a few new participants in it. And I uh, I I didn't 
remember ever really getting up too close to it and uh, until it looked dark me in the aisle and it then it poked. Bon- it was great. It was yeah, really, uh, really good. Yeah, I can hardly, hardly cease from not getting a bill here, a bill here. It was really yeah. good. Uh, I think we so. Very much enjoyed it. Uh, it was it was surprisingly excellent. Yeah, it yeah. is to be had. It was, that that it was can quite be done. Good. Um, you know, Mary Lee said that she would drive from the North Shore to go there. So that's a good, that's a good uh, recommendation. We uh, it's in the old Bravo. They have two outdoor patios. There's one that fronts veterans, which I thought would be a very unpleasant place to sit just yeah. because come? it's on the, the highway. But in fact, it was really great out there. The yeah, weather's space been nice. is gorgeous. And then they have the other smaller patio which is on the parking lot right by the restaurant which is right next to the old AT&T store ding uh pokey works mm. and what is now Chapier. but uh it's it's uh very it's good it's really good it's a casual italian mm-hmm. menu but also some really kind of upscale stuff like you had a swordfish I did it had today. A, almost like a puttanesca. Can I talk about that? Of course. Okay. Uh, this morning ah! we, we were trying. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, go ahead. You need some water no, there. I, th- okay. I don't think you'll have a big problem with that. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, where was I with that? You I, were about I, to uh, report on your swordfish. Yeah. Uh, there's a new uh, a, a pickup of the uh, great. A tavolo, you ordered swordfish, which had sort of a puttanesca. Well, I was uh, I was kind of focusing in on the fact that the the New Times over at the the center that is now there in Shel- in um, uh, in Metairie, uh, here it was and it was still up there and going and I just uh, taking a look and thought this is a lot more going on than we usually get here. So, so in other words, have- I I'm a, 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 a de- agreeing with what you just said. Yeah. Okay. So what we had was uh, I I. You know, I saw a stuffed artichoke, which means I've got to get it. Of course, I knew it was not going to be anywhere close to the kind of stuffed artichoke that I, you know, am familiar with, the New Orleans stuffed artichoke. But it was good. It was really good. It had a, um, it was kind of a hybrid. It was sort of like a grilled artichoke in the spirit of Houston's, where you get the very tender leaves of the artichoke and you dip them into that sauce and um and then there yeah. was the you'll get it new orleans kind of italian but it was not really it was stuffed with fennel sausage and it had um Focaccia. Focaccia. That's is that uh, a guy who Red was playing crumbs. in the Saints? No, usually you say God, God bless, bless you. you. That's yeah. that's right. Yeah. It had their homemade focaccia breadcrumbs, which were really chunky, and and um, not mm-hmm. crispy, but not soft either. They were just sort of 
a good combination and they had parmesan cheese in it and it was it was really good but it was sort of a hybrid like i said you could look at it as a stuffed artichoke a la new orleans or you could look mm -hmm. at it look at it as a stuffed artichoke or and not it, really stuffed artichoke as a grilled artichoke with a sauce and it had both versions had both of them in the same thing two yeah. for the price and of I, and they, when they broke up it came down to about five and I, I think the star thing on the table it was pretty good was the appetizer that was the goat cheese al forno goat al which, forno if you are familiar with i don't know they have this at uh, avo they have i first saw it at maribo it's a cheese yeah in a tomato sauce served with a crusty bread the cheese and tomato is in a cast iron ramekin and then you have dipping bread of some sort this was crostini it was spectacularly good it it's was a beautiful presentation yeah uh, delicious and even better tasting that was mm -hmm. like i said the winner at the table and that's that's saying something because the table was full of winners well that's always good to hear yeah yeah and then uh, I got a pizza, which was the Italian style. Nothing New York about it. This was strictly Italian. Mm -hmm. And it was pepperoni, but not the pepperoni that you see in a New York style pizza. It was the very large sort of salumi pepperoni and a margarita. We got half and half. It had the buffalo milk mozzarella, which is not my thing, but it works on this kind of pizza it was perfect it was perfect it was i was trying to measure good. to myself really the the size of this thing uh i had for lunch a a rather uh, big uh piece uh, of swordfish no the, not the quite it's more like a, a the meat in the swordfish is really dense isn't it it's not flaky at all it's kind of like this hard meat I find it really unappealing, but you like it a lot. You like swordfish a lot because it tends to be sort of more of a fishy. It's like uh, you got some. Uh, uh, uh. You know? Well, it, that would work on this. Uh, I my came in a little on the lay side, had a pretty good sword, and uh, played my ten for a couple of minutes, and uh, it was almost white in the, if you cut into the meat part of the uh, sword. It, it's a brilliantly white color. Nothing, uh, no, nothing being. Well, this was seared pretty well, and it had that brownish sear to it. But the inside meat was white. It wasn't. It wasn't white like a halibut or a cod. You got a halibut. Yeah. How about a going to Halifax? Halifax for the breads. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Call us on this end of the year day. And uh you know what, let's have a little fun. Yeah, what let's do, do you want to see happen in this next year culinarily. We would love to know about that. All hmm. right, we'll be back. Five five six nine six nine six. Okay. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to Parish. 
The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café au lait and Beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Punchatula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the po'boy ice cream sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. You make me feel so young. Yes, indeed. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. What would you like to see happen in this new year in restaurants around town or in your home cooking or anything having to do with the culinary world? Mm. It's been Few a of those. rough 2020, especially for restaurants and, uh, and actually for everybody in every way, but really hard on restaurants. So um, we'd like to hear your thoughts, not not depressing thoughts we just like to hear your hopeful thoughts please uh ecstatic favoritism and happiness yeah that's what i'm looking for and i'm finding it uh, believe it or not uh, getting it most of the time yeah i'll get you one if you're busy else sometime all right so um so the thing that was most interesting at the table the thing that was most different and interesting i love it give it to me tom's tom's swordfish was grilled and very pretty and it had this sort of pile of putanesca ingredients Putina but fortesca. not a sauce it was just mm. like the things that you would find in a putanesca olives and such let's and just say they're a little bumpy yeah and then it was sitting on, on top the, of his swordfish and then once you do anything to make that better it's it all changes itself and nobody seems to be all that unhappy yeah anyway um the uh, side dishes were a broccoli rob that looked great and some roasted fingerling potatoes, which looked equally good. I think they had some garlic pods on the plate, too. But it was a really pretty plate. And nice you time of year. And you thought it was year. great, wasn't it? You thought the swordfish was great, Tom, didn't you? Yeah. I know you raved about it several times. The swordfish. The swordfish. I, I, yeah. I've had it about five times. Yeah. I've just kept popping them one at a time yeah. and uh, nothing wrong with you to eat that. It's, it was pretty light and great flavor. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, I know just you plain. loved it. You said you loved it. But what was most interesting on the table was the uh, lasagna. Lasagna. Mary, yeah. That Mary Lee ordered. She mm. ordered a lasagna. Yeah. And it looked like, it looked like tagliatelle mm-hmm. with cheese in between cheese. it. And these, these pasta sheets were rolled like rosettes <laughs> and there were three of them and they were big fat rosettes sitting Way in at. what looked Rosa like at. a rosa sauce mm-hmm. that was loaded with cheese and it was really tasty gorgeous to look at mm-hmm. it came in a a uh, fairly or semi-large um, rectangular stab. 
as Jude says. Judy said. said not Judy, Tom, Jude. Oh, um, oh excuse and, me. <laughs> yes. And I, 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 sorry, said Jude. It did not have enough red sauce, but it was mostly a cheese sauce. It was just an interesting interpretation of lasagna. And they warned us. They said, this is not your typical lasagna. But it was spectacularly good. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like it's like yesterday we went to um, Oxlot and Oliver, our friend, got chicken and dumplings. Uh, and I said, we went away. yesterday. This is not going to be what you're thinking. And that's exactly what happened here. It was lasagna, according to their definition, but it certainly wasn't a traditional lasagna. It was good, though. It was really good. And it made a great presentation. Really yeah. nice. That's uh, that's one of my favorite places to dine anywhere. All right, let's. What are what, we up Oxlot? to? Are you back Oxlot. To Oxlot. Yeah. Oxlot. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so, you want to? Uh, okay, you had something in your mind, so go ahead, and I have a nice little thing to share with you. Well, go ahead, share it. Okay, uh, there was a guy uh, at the place where the the, the other uh, the, those of us who were right in the uh, into the singing and talking a little bit about all of this so far. Uh, Yolsa, uh, and uh, one of the guests today was a fellow by the name, uh, Kluna was his name. Mm -hmm. uh, he uh, was the, um, he was uh, the... Uh, Let's uh, go to Michael 75. Why you think about yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it was, you know, every time I talk about him, I blang into a, uh, a goose in the minute. Yeah. Anyway, he was my uh, my best man. Hey, Michael. Happy New Year. Yeah, that's that's it. Hey, Merry Christmas. Did we, I was getting them to, to hit home runs, too. You know. So what you got for us today on this very last I'm, day I'm, of the year? I'm, I'm going to well, test, we'll uh, test your medal as being a self-proclaimed greatest horse handicapper in the world. You ready? Oh, oh we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Okay. What? Yeah, the okay, race... Now, the race the race begins around 3.25 p.m. I'm going to call you okay. back and let y'all hear okay. the race live on, uh, from, my, from my TV to see how good you picked them. All right, let me hear their names. Let's hear okay, it. Okay, hold on for a second. Oh, shoot, hold on. Go by on. the names. Second. Okay. One, one second. I, 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 my computer pulled up the wrong number. Just one, one second. Let's see if I've still got it. All right. There's uh -huh. one I haven't gambled in a very long time. What? There's, there's one obvious name here that I'm sure you're going to pick. Anyway, don't, don't it's the so, sixth, don't, don't sixth, race at, okay. sixth race at the fairgrounds. You ready? I'm ready. Mm -hmm. number, number one, Susie's Dream. Okay. Susie's Dream? Susie, yeah. Did I hear that right? Mm-hmm. Wait, like, wake up little. Hello, you know you ready? That's Number two, Mia Omaya. Wait, wait, Michael, is Susie yeah. spelled with a Z or an S? Like it's Liza. It's with a Z. Oh, with a Z. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Number two, Mia Omaya. Okay. Number three, Strong Beauty. Number four, She's Gone to Wild. Number, yep. five, New, number five, New Year's Party. Mm -hmm. That six, fits right in. Six special connection. Number seven, have no fear. And number eight, a fleet moon. Now, are oh. you going to be Captain Obvious? I'll let you have that. What What does that mean? Well, I don't know. What is What is What would you say is Captain Obvious New Year's party? Of course. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to be Captain Unobvious. I'm oh, going like to it. pick the first horse because this oh, yeah. is me picking what? and I go by names and my alternate ego and the name of my book, the Susie Homemaker Chronicles is really? S-U-Z-I-E. So if you oh, had said S-U-S, if you had said S-U-S, I would have said no. But when you said S-U-Z, I'm going to go with Susie's dream. Yep, that's I'm going to go it. with that Susie's dream. That sounds great. Okay. It's just where, like, does, uh, where does she turn out? Because uh, mine is, is in the middle of uh, one of those on, on the, uh, my, my friend, the Roots. What color is Susie? Uh, uh, I don't see, they don't have a color uh, here. Uh, okay. A, a, a I like number, one is, number one is usually red. A fourth the, of one, the that's red. the one that has right up, straight above. Okay, well, I have to go with anything that is S-U-Z-I-E. So, okay. Okay, yeah. All of my, all of my, uh, well, not all of mine, but this one particular guy that I almost married, his subsequent wife used to always mock me by calling me Susie Homemaker. So that's the name of my book, S-U-Z-I-E, the Susie Homemaker Chronicles. So let's see, I'm picking Susie. Wait, wait, wait. Have, you, have you actually, have you written the book? Yes, With, yes, I have a book, uh -oh. the Susie Homemaker Chronicles. Okay, I'm There's a lot in it, it that we didn't see, say, I let's say. I haven't looked wait, for it lately. It, yeah, it was with the- uh, I'll send you one, Michael. All right, so oh, that's great, it. Right. We're going with Susie's dream. That was an easy oh, one. Okay. And we'll be back is, with, is Tom with more of the food anything? show after. No, Tom doesn't gamble. Tom is absolutely, <laughs> adamantly opposed to gambling. Right, Tell him when he was walking in gambling? the French Quarter and he, and he got it. attacked, that was a gamble. <laughs> when did he get attacked in the French Quarter? When did Tom did, get attacked? I, I, thought he, I thought he got something happened to him. He got no, in Belize. It was in Belize. Oh, I should have known okay. that myself. Yeah, he had his pants <laughs> literally ripped off of him. That was terrible. Yeah, it was well, terrible. Yeah. I've heard okay, worse things. I'm, I'm calling back with the race at about 3.25 to 3.30, okay? Okay, wait, let me hear the rest of the horses real quick because there was another one I liked in there too. Okay, it was uh, Wake Up Little Susie from uh, the Everly Brothers Susie's Dream. Mia Omaya, Strong Beauty, She's Gone Wild, New Year's Party. Special connection, have no fear, Marty. and a fleet, mm -hmm. and a fleet moon. Okay, I would have put. I would have also done have no fear if there wasn't a Susie in there. So those are my two favorites. Let's see. If okay, any first of all, you don't you, you you don't get to pick two, and we're not no, playing horseshoes. We're not playing <laughs> horseshoes and hand, hand grenades. <laughs> Remember that close doesn't count. No horseshoes, no hand grenades. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not saying I'm picking both. I'm just saying. Had there okay. not been a Susie, I would have picked that one. Okay, okay. so there we go. Michael, I want to hear okay. about it. All right? I'll call you, call you back. Okay. <laughs> All right, 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we're not we're not handicapping horses though. It's just a little oh, no. fun shtick that Michael and I are doing. What's the what is the lucky of sandwiches anyway? <laughs> I've, I've never checked that. Maybe oh, we ought to. Gosh, all right. You are um, listening to the food yes, show, you are. and no matter what your show is and how quickly you get it done, or uh, how good looking you are, come on over and make us part of your life by just giving you a, one good feeling in your in your right here, this oh, little spot right, right here. Little yeah. spot. And yeah. we'll keep doing that uh, time after time. Uh, but first, if you that will, little spot where Tom this. 
for his age should have a wrinkle where other people his age have wrinkles, but Tom does not have any wrinkles. I think it's all that orange juice you've been drinking every single day for your whole, whole life. Now, that did take yeah. another toll on you, which is unfortunate, but you don't have any wrinkles. I'll say that for you. All right. All right. Uh, that's it. That's our report for Tavola. Havola? No. T-A-V-O-L-A. No. Tavola, which is the new That's what I said. cuisine restaurant that yeah. opened nine days ago. Yes, I know Tom doesn't go for six months, but I'm driving now, so he's going. And um, and it was really good. Really good. Yeah, they, Exceptionally good. The uh, word was familiar, but I couldn't tell you very well what it's about and what it does. Mm -hmm. Does anybody? Yeah, anyway, they, uh, they've got a lot of restaurants, and they're, I think they're... You know, they're, they're all, I won't say so different, but they really do run the gamut from... Run gamut. He's to, the man who can... Um, super casual to, I would call this Metri, like Boulevard. But I don't know, what's wrong with Metri, you know? Nothing, seems unless like you don't like, like Metri or... <laughs> anyway, it was a good meal, and uh, we definitely do highly recommend Ah. Tavola. We really liked it. Where is that? Uh, right there in Lakeside, right alongside Lakeside. Lakeside mm -hmm. Mall? Yes, right. Mm. In the old, I didn't realize there was a Chez Pierre in the old Sucre. I think someone actually said that. Uh, Mary Lee brought home a piece of a brownie from Sucre because she was passing it and dropped in. And she thought it was really good. And I have to agree, it was, in fact, really good. All right, we are going to take a break for the bottom oh, of the excellent. hour news from the Louisiana Radio Network. And we'll be back to talk some more about food. Want to hear your, not predictions, but your hopes for 21, 2021 culinarily. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. On Monday, a very limited supply of vaccine doses will be available for Louisiana residents 70 and older and additional health care workers. Governor John Bell Edwards warns this is just the beginning of vaccinations for this new group, so it may take a while to get an appointment to receive one. Not everyone who is in these priority groups is going to be able to get a vaccine uh, next week, but we do have the opportunity to get started, and that's what we're going to do next week. He notes once we receive more vaccines, the next group up will be essential workers like teachers and grocery store employees. For those ringing in 2021 with fireworks, State Fire Marshal spokesperson Ashley Rodriguez urges you to do so safely. She says never use fireworks when you are impaired. Light them only on a steady, non-combustible surface like concrete or asphalt 200 feet away from property. And when finished, wet them down before disposal. Do not put them in a trash can and do not put that trash can in or near your home. And never allow children to handle fireworks. LRN. Tiger rag. to panic, okay, but there has been a COVID exposure here at the school. But that's not getting in the way of your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Football season is back. Tiger Rag. Hungry for LSU sports news? I am starving. I just worked up a man-sized appetite. Tiger Rag Magazine is ready to serve. Here we go. Awesome. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag is the Bible of LSU sports. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. Tiger Rag Magazine. Football, basketball, baseball, 
gymnastics, and so much more. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag editor Ron Higgins and Tiger Rag assistant editor William Weathers cover all things LSU sports and interview some of the best guests in the biz. I think we are on estimating. Celebrating your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Tiger Rag magazine on newsstands and online at TigerRag.com. Tiger Rag. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge for a very funky New Year's celebration will be Soul Project Special, Erica Falls, and Kirk Joseph. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com. I get misty just holding your hand. Sweet thoughts, sweet thoughts. 556-9696 five, five, six, is the number. We're here on this very last day of the year. Looking is it? To, yes. Looking My goodness. to talk to you about food. Want to well, know good. what your hopes are for the new year? I'll give you uh, I'll give you an off day. Yeah? What's that, Tom? I think I can just get away with it, and I thought I could get a laugh out okay. of it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's the uh, it's the food show over here, and uh, we are going back and forth between any other kind of music you might have or thinking about anything, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, some of the little packages that have come to my study plants or anything else I was holding uh, would calling for a need for uh, a little, very kind of low industry kind of thing from... People, you know, that's so uh, cranny full of uh, stuff. I'm going to leave that. Go ahead. <clears throat> and we'll figure a better idea than this because that was awful. Yeah. That's, I, I, I admit it. That was completely awful and terrible. Okay. <clears throat> Let me repeat it. <clears throat> it's now. <laughs> who did this? I don't even know what you're saying. Tom. I don't All either. Right. So we are. Uh, tomorrow is the first day of the year. First day of the and year. I've decided that. Um, that Stan and his Hoppin' John mm-hmm. uh, is a, an appealing thing. Yeah. I think my first New Year's resolution, and I know this is a big haha, but it really does have to take place. I mm-hmm. have to completely revamp my eating. What do you mean? It's been completely out of control this whole year. Really? So, yeah, we really have to go back to uh, reasonable kinds of eating. So, hmm. um so I think well, I guess that I'll just... I think that I might make this for tonight if we don't go out tonight, uh, and it's it's gonna be the cabbage that I have that I got for coleslaw. Coleslaw, what color is it? Chop that, and I'm going to put some of my mom's um, sausage that she used to make for her cabbage delight with some onions, and then. Some rice and black-eyed peas in a one-dish meal. 
which sounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds wonderful to me. <laughs> For example. Which sounds like it should be awful and certainly not something you would hear on a gourmet food program, although I think that's less true now than it certainly was 10 years ago. But Well, here's what you get uh, when you work for that. But it sounds very utilitarian. It gets the job done. We have the black eyed peas and cabbage, and, and we've figured out a way to eat both of those things. So it works for me. Go ahead. What, Tom? Uh, there's uh, this stuff, as you were talking about, the, the yeah, uh, sil- Hop and John. Are you talking about yeah, Hop and yeah, John? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where you only get the hocks. <laughs> no, you flan, flan. I was talking to the last hall. That would have been yesterday, and when we were over to the the ideas of what that might be, and it's flan. Have you had it? Tomorrow is National Cabbage Day and National Black Eyed Pea Day. Big shocker. Uh-huh. According to tradition, eating the two vegetables will bring you more money, cabbage, and luck, black eyes. The connection between cabbage and money is obvious, but the luck of the black eyed pea has a story behind it. The tradition is primarily southern and is believed to date to the end of the Civil War. Union soldiers laid waste to food crops, but they believed that black-eyed peas, field peas, and crowder peas, all members of the cow pea family, were raised as animal feed, so they left them alone, and the Southerners found in them a food supply. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It sounds good. Well, it I sounds, can... It sounds, it sounds <laughs> great, actually. Uh... I can certainly see why. They mistook black-eyed peas, yeah. crowder peas, and mm-hmm. field peas for animal food because that's about—that's my opinion of it for sure. But um, the black-eyed pea is something that I really only eat once a year, only a little bit of it, and that's uh, because it's supposed to bring me luck. Have you ever had a? connection okay now you have to think about this really hard okay have you ever had cabbage yeah. cabbage yes and black who has eyed it? peas black eyed on peas on new year's day on new year's day and found that and found of, are you repeating everything I not exactly but i'm you know you got to go for everything it's, it's almost like there's a well there is actually usually a, a feedback let's go to eric Happy New Year. Same Happy New Year. Right. Happy New Year to you, Tom. So uh, if you guys are going to start running the show, I some production from that side over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to do that. Oh. But if you're, are you picking one of those so, voices? Uh, no, no I, I'd have to do a little bit more studying than listening to the names. I no, have no. Form, so, <laughs> Listen, uh, don't, do not... Do not dismiss my technique. I'm not kidding. Just by name or by how pretty the horse was, I have been able to pick, no kidding, eight out of ten races mm-hmm. in one day. That's ex- Good for That's you. Because did you, uh, did you have one in your office? office? Maybe. <laughs> well, what you should do is hang with me then. Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. When the fairgrounds opens back up, we'll... Uh, We'll have a date. We'll go out there and we'll look at the ponies. Do it. Um, Let's yeah. Do it. Couple yeah, things. we'll see how it goes. So, so first of all, you, you went against one of Tom's cardinal rules by going to a brand new restaurant like less than a month before it opened. No, I mean, usually we go the after, first day. Right. 
Right. Was it a? Um, <laughs> but like I said, like I said, only? Tom is driving. I mean, Tom is not driving. I'm driving. So too bad. He's coming. That's oh. it. Well, that covers the scene. Gotcha. You know. What can you gotcha. say? There you go. He's got. He's got cover. He can say, "My wife dragged me." Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Works. Good. That makes sense. So I had lunch at mm-hmm. Norjo's today. Um, ding, 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 ding. I didn't realize how extensive the sandwich list had become there. You're staring at me as if I, I know. know something, and we both know that that I don't. So we just keep <laughs> chugging right along. This is the food show. Is we haven't. Eric's still wanting to talk. We, we need some more uh, food for today. Well, is, we, can Eric Food help us with out everything. Here? Let Eric help What's us that? out. That's what he called for. Tell yeah, so um, we had a, a Caprese Panini. We had, um, I forget what the name of the ham sandwich was, and we had a muffaletta. Um, all excellent. Really, really well done. Plus, I was surprised how much more food there is in now. We've got, I bought home some stuffed snails, um, big array of cheeses again. They, I mean, it's, it's back to the old Norjo. I will just hope for the best. Norjo, because I don't remember them ever having a lot of food to eat there. I always remember them having a lot of cheese. They had those big planks of bacalao. They had all those import kind of things. But I don't ever remember them having a lot of food to walk in and take out. They did back in the day? They had some of that, but I mean, that was the only place, I mean, I love escargot and it's not really hard to make. Even I can make it. So that was Uh the only place I could, I guess there's some kind of regulation about bringing snails in the United States. And yes. for some snails. reason, they could get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they had stuff like that, and they had cheeses. And, and, and I think they had, she said they have a chef now that's doing do. like the prepared snails for me. So, um, yeah, they have, they, it's like you go in there and you can eat, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and lastly, so I got an air fryer for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and so I tried it out on my, at the family dinner on Monday night, made French fries, just as part of the, figured to do the easiest thing first. And I mean, I screwed it up big time. They were awful. Oh, no. They were oh. horrendous. Oh. So I know some mm-hmm. guys out there are air fryer and Instapot freaks. Yes. Um, <laughs> if they call in, oh, you know, winter kind of on what I really need to do. I think I overcrowded the basket. I mean, I'm pretty uh, sure, 99% sure that's what I did. But uh, if they can call in and give me some tips, I'd, I'd be appreciative. Okay, we will put that out there. Instapot peeps. Well, you know, Steve, who used to call us every single day, was the big Instapot guy. We haven't heard from him in a long time. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there, Steve, give us a call today. I think your boy, Ron, and I need the air fryer. Your guy, Ron, I think, was an air fryer guy. So mm-hmm. um, okay. those guys call us fairly Frequently, well, so anyway, yeah, um, yeah if, <laughs> I can use some info, so I'll be listening. And I think what the guys say, three twenty-five is going to call back with horse racing results. I will definitely be tuned in. <laughs> I just want to check them all. You okay, know, this now is look. I, I don't know if I've lost my mojo. I'm telling you, back in the day, pre-Tom, who is very anti-gambling. Okay, pre-Tom, Tom messed up my mojo. All right, so let's see if I've been able to get it back. Let's see. If if the namesake Susie does it for me, all right. Let's see. All right, see. sounds good. Y'all have a all good right, New take Year. Care. Bye. Happy New Year. If the who made? Uh, if you messed up my mojo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Susie, Susie is the horse I'm betting on. 
Well, or we're counting Michael's on him. Michael's going to call back at 320 after the, after the race. <laughs> he wants us to hear the race. I hope he does. I hope, Henry, can we put the race on or is that is that illegal? <laughs> okay, anyway, um, we're going to find out if I, if I can still call it like I used to. You know, back in the day when I was... Mm -hmm. They're know, everywhere. Really lucky, yeah. I mean, I, I think that he should have gone with race number seven because seven is lucky and that's my birthday day. But we'll see. I, you know, maybe maybe the sixth race will be good too. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Eric is putting it out there to you all. If you have tips for him tips. on Instapot or Air Fryer, Air Fryer. Um, Do you have one of those? Eric just got one for Christmas. Really? An air fryer. Eric, is I he here? That, I suspect that Eric, Eric you here? got that because. He eats a lot of food that's not good for him. Really? And so I think that that was a way for him to get fries that were better for him. Hmm. I've it never heard anybody say that, but I don't know. from his wife. It could so, be if anywhere. I really do but, want to know the answer to that, though. I really do want to know, does the air fryer the air make fryer. French fries that are actually as good as French fries fried in canola oil or peanut oil mm -hmm. or any of those oils that you probably shouldn't be eating. Which All part right, of it? We are going to take a break and we'll be right back. Oh, okay. Six, nine, six, nine, six. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Yes, indeed. I want to hear everyone's... Um Predict, not predictions, but everyone's hopes for 2021. We do not have a show tomorrow. Happy New Year to all. Uh, but if you have some hopes for, mm -hmm. culinarily speaking, for 2021. Ah, uh, nothing uh, to worry about. We would love to hear what they are. Things are going to be great for wait till you see. Okay, good. I'm excited. Uh, but that, thanks for choosing that so, so we could uh, have that as a backdrop. So, and and can't. I'm looking over Tom's shoulder. Yeah. And I'm looking into the bathroom. The bathroom that has been under construction. Our Number one 10 bathroom. 10 by 10 yeah. foot bathroom. Of this. Uh, <laughs> Which is going to wind up costing like $10,000. So that, that's like $1,000 a square foot, isn't it? That's kind of really stupid of me, isn't it? Anyway, uh, it is finally kind of, sort of, maybe 85% done. 
<laughs> Good. Our guy was here till nine o'clock last night. And uh, it's probably 85% done. There's no more grout Terrific. to be had. No more grout to be pulled out. No more anything. It's almost done. Do you like the bathroom, Tom? The bathroom? Do I hate, like the, the bathroom? The bathroom. That is, yeah, the one that you usually you prefer to use. Do you like it, the new bathroom? I've never conducted any kind around, of... Turn uh, That yeah. bathroom. That bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Five five six nine six nine six. I think it looks pretty good. All right. Uh, the animal dictionary <laughs> word of the day. Did we do this yesterday? It doesn't. It, maybe we did. I don't know. No, I've um, uh, talked to him just today. I have to look and see, Tom, what your edible dictionary word of the day was yesterday, because it seems like it was maybe Hop and John, because that's what it is today. Mm -hmm. It's brought to you by Dorignax, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time, according to Food & Wine magazine. Hoppin' John is a dish made of black-eyed peas and rice with sausage or mm -hmm. pork cooked in with the beans. It's most popular in the low country of North Carolina, but eaten throughout the South, even in places that don't use that name for the dish as we don't very much here in New Orleans, but we currently eat our share of it, especially on New Year's Day. Tom, what have you ever eaten Hoppin' John? What have I ever, what? When have you ever eaten Hoppin' John? Hoppin' John. Hoppin' John. It rings a bell, but not a very good one. What is it? I guess it's like a, it's a mid-Atlantic is what I'd call it. It's like a mid-Atlantic dish. It's, it's, it's rice with mm -hmm. black-eyed peas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what was the name of that place? I tried to find out yesterday. If anybody thought about it but didn't call, I'm going to ask you again to call. It was a place in Mid-City, and it served a jambalaya with black-eyed peas. That's making a bill, a good good and, bill for the... Which would be Hoppin' John, basically. And... Um, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. It did not last a long, long time, but it was very popular when it did. It was very popular. And I don't know why it, I think maybe they just got tired of being in the business or something. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what happened to, uh, to that? Uh, it, uh, the number one feed of the day uh, yesterday was something in the, the little thing on the, on the, the D. Lillard or whatever. <laughs> It's it's uh, not been. I'm not. I'm, I'm laughing I'm not at this words the, to eat by Tom. One of your words. But to it's eat uh, by. it's uh, it wound up uh, there, and I have been not been able to All of uh, the eat words it to eat since. I have to do with cabbage. Ambrose mm -hmm. Bierce, the Devil's Dictionary, said about cabbage in your words to eat by cabbage, mm -hmm. a familiar kitchen garden vegetable about as large and wise as a man's head. Mm -hmm. I gotta say that's really true. Yeah. There is Greek folklore along these lines. Cabbage twice cooked is death. Yeah, it's that, come I on. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's very well. It's smooth. Would you you have water down at the bottom? You've got kind of sort of a, a tabular that's attached to a, a raising Florida, or not probably enough that. There's another one but, here. But in here? Cabbage is best after it is reheated okay. seven times. That makes sense. I don't so know anyway. why, but do you like cabbage, Tom? Do I like cabbage? Do you yeah. like cabbage? 
cabbage since oh, yeah. to eat Yeah, tomorrow. my mother How especially. How do you like to eat cabbage? How, well, I like to do it uh, on top of a big part of dollar bills. <laughs> oh, that's what I started to ask when Eric called. Yeah. So if you do adhere to the popular wives' tale or the suspicion about these foods and their association with wealth mm-hmm. and luck. Yeah. Do you remember in your life a particular year that you ate those things mm-hmm. and did have extraordinary wealth and luck or a year when you did not eat those things and did not have them or essentially have you ever noticed an actual correlation between eating those things and your financial state or your overall luck? Gosh, I don't know, but it uh, certainly took some gleam out of it. I'm trying to think if I've ever had the feeling, boy, I wish I'd eaten more cabbage and black-eyed peas. That uh-huh. would have been this year, actually, hmm. and last year. But... Um, but I do eat it every year just because I'm a sucker, as Mary Lee likes to always say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to well, eat it this year, too. But I well, haven't really wrong with that. noticed a particular correlation between any of those things. And I'm just wondering if anyone else has. 5569696, five, nine, six, nine, six, if you would like to share that with us, we would love to hear it. Good. Thank you for bringing it up because that's a good one. So, all right. So, Tom, if you yeah. had to eat cabbage... If I wanted to eat cabbage. If, okay, if you wanted to or had to eat yeah. cabbage, uh-huh. what is your preferred way of eating it? That's another thing Third. I like to ask people. Because these are two these are two things. Maybe that's why they are supposed to bring you those things, luck and wealth. Because these are two things that probably would never get eaten much on their own. I mean, coleslaw and cabbage, yes. But generally speaking... When was the last time you said, God, really, I cooked me a big old pot of cabbage tonight? I've heard much worse things than that. I've heard lots better things than that. And that too. (laughs) So the only time I ever eat black-eyed peas is New Year's Day. Like, never. Mm -hmm. And only a bite or two on New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. Cabbage, on the other hand, does have its merits. Coleslaw can be really great. Yes, uh, I had some. Can I can I uh, put some yeah, IFO sure. on this? Yeah. Uh, there is a tradition among uh, a lot of the people on the ground floor, uh, on the in the situation that we talk about every yeah. every week. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And um, <clears throat> what uh, always happens is I get a, a version called uh, uh, the Molly or the uh, favorite of one of the people who has written a couple of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is, was very um, uh, so uh, distinctive and un, and in the new. Whenever I see it, I somebody ought to. It's black. I mean, black is in black. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is going for this exactly? Of course, people who like black food and to looking at them and everything. Of course, <laughs> who no, likes no. black food? Well, a lot of people do. Lots of people. I'm thinking <clears throat> squid ink. Um, what else is black that you eat? Oh, well, it's all sorts of ways. It can, it can be red, it could be green, it could be white. I've seen them all. Mm. Haven't you? Mm-mm. No? 
No. Well, send over. Uh, uh, well, come on over, and I'll bring some of those things next uh, couple of days, and I'll bring you one and and yeah. uh, give it to your friend. Okay. All right. I don't know what other black. I'm trying to think of black. I guess black yeah. coffee. Oh sure. You know, you certainly drink enough coffee, so yeah. it's something black. Uh, but generally speaking, black food is not something I would ever seek no. out. No, it's just it, like never. It, it strikes me as unusual. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it is. Unusual. And and it it really stands out. And yeah, I, it does. I, it adds something to black that. Black tends to yeah. pop. That's for sure. Uh-huh. All right. So if I had to, if I had to eat cabbage, and yeah. I I do kind of sort of like cabbage. Uh-huh. Growing up, one of the few things that my mom ever cooked was cabbage, and she mm-hmm. was really attached to the idea. And what she did was she plunked a big ham bone into a pot of water and then cut up cabbages into what looks like a wedge salad size and put those in there. Mm-hmm. And then she boiled that, and then she had potatoes that went into that pot. Now, does that sound even remotely appetizing? You just I never know. for sure why yeah. I always rebelled against that dish. Mm-hmm. So it was many years before I could eat cabbage, and I never did warm to the idea of like a cabbage roll. Do you like cabbage rolls, Tom? Love cabbage. Cabbage in general. Roll. Uh, that's a general roll. argument. A cabbage roll, roll. Tom. That like too. cabbage roll? Yep. Something about rolled foods really bugs me. Like No? Grape, Re- yeah, like, like grape leaves rolled. Or rolled cabbage, rolled fish. I do like those pinwheels that we made for Christmas. That is a rolled food, but that that is the one exception to that. But anyway, um, it wasn't until my mom came out with that cabbage dish with the Jimmy Dean sausage and the potatoes, the one that you gave the award for like the greasiest thing you'd ever had in your life. Uh, It wasn't until she came up with that that I started really thinking, "Eh, you know, cabbage is not so bad. I also like cabbage in a pot with pork. Um, like those pork spare ribs, and you just sort of braise it all down. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. I think it's called stewed cabbage. I'm not sure. I mean, there are there are reasons to eat cabbage, but the best one is for New Year's Day, and that's about it. Yeah, you know. I mean, and barbecue, of course. Yeah, yeah. If you have coleslaw, that's good. Shall we take a brief? Uh... No, we're going to take a break in just about a minute or two. Oh, okay. That's it. Bar- then... uh, coleslaw is also seen most recently on. Fried hot chicken mm-hmm. sandwiches. Yeah. Like piled high, those very popular, usually at a um, pop-up restaurant, although there are some great chicken sandwiches at regular restaurants. Most notable ones that we go to, Nola, um, not Nola, um, Lola on the North Shore, up in the train station uh, by the courthouse in Covington, and also... Our favorite Oxlot has a killer chicken sandwich, but it's piled high. It's like a, it's like a chicken chicken breast that's you know, hot and crisp, and then a big old wad of coleslaw, with pickles on a bun and good. That's good. Stuff. Well, it sounds like you have a pretty good life there. Well, there's a lot of good coleslaw out there. Well, there's go a lot along of with really that. Good coleslaw out there. Yours yeah. is a good. Your coleslaw recipe and your guacamole recipe are some of my favorites of the genre of both of those things. Imagine something like that happen. No, I mean, I think that you have the, you have the best of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I feel Stan very Meadows, lucky about that. Our Wednesday visitor 
says he's been at the website a lot getting mm-hmm. some of those recipes and using them. So, although <clears throat> I'm glad that he didn't taste the, uh, the root beer glazed tannin this year because it was, it was defective. It was defective. Yeah, well, there I it was. I root beer and used swamp pop, which is definitely not the same thing. It didn't have the same taste. It definitely did not have the same texture. The root beer mm-hmm. glaze is a nice glaze and the swamp pop glaze is like a hard crackled shell it's a little Hmm. scary actually the shell that was on the ham today (laughs) on christmas yeah well all right it feels like we've gotten to the end we are going to take a break and uh, we'll be back after the top of the hour news which happens right now from the louisiana radio network if you would like to talk to us, we want to talk to you, mostly about the new year. What are you looking forward to culinarily? So WGSO New Orleans, 3 o'clock. Hey, Brian Diaz here with the NOLA Drink Show. Check us out every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO, 990 a.m., New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky speaking on the Senate floor. The Kentucky Republicans saying there's no realistic path for $2,000 checks. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders says all he wants is a vote. Give us a vote. What is the problem? What is the problem with having the American people see how their senators vote on this issue of such enormous importance? President Trump arrived back in Washington, D.C. today without speaking to reporters, marking a quiet end to his vacation. The president returning to the nation's capital alongside First Lady Melania Trump and a few White House aides cutting his holiday trip to Palm Beach short ahead of the annual New Year's Eve party at his Mar-a-Lago resort. This is USA Radio News. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text money to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text money to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley says he would object to the electoral count on January 6th to allow debate on how the election was run. Holly saying at the very least, Congress should investigate allegations of voter fraud and adopt measures to secure the integrity of our elections. He also reminds everyone on Fox News. I don't recall hearing the Democrats make any such outrageous claims when they were the ones who were objecting during the Electoral College certification in 2004 and 2016. Democrats have done this for years in order to raise concerns about election integrity. Now when Republicans, 74 million Americans, have concerns about election integrity, we're supposed to just sit down and shut up? A Wisconsin hospital worker has been fired for intentionally removing COVID-19 vaccines from a refrigerator forcing the hospital to throw out more than 500 doses. The hospital saying at first they thought it was human error, but the woman admitted she did it on purpose. You're listening to USA Radio News.
Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit a lot of businesses hard, but arguably no one harder than owners of small businesses. Robert Hershevek of Shark Tank fame shares three things that business owners need to do during the pandemic. Cash, customers, employees. The first one is you got to make sure you have enough cash to survive. I know the stimulus bill is coming. I know there's more protection for small businesses, but you can't depend on anyone except Scattered showers and thunderstorms tonight yet. Some strong, potentially severe activity with some damaging winds potential yet. But most of the severe threatening weather will ease off quite a bit. And we'll have less concentrated areas of the rains as they become scattered to more widely scattered as we approach the midnight hour. Tonight, cooler upper 50s early in the morning tomorrow. Sunshine's back with this all-day New Year's Day. The afternoon high tomorrow goes to the mid-60s. Sunny Saturday as well as Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Like two, talking about food. Just talking about food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, uh, we were talking about cabbage and black eyed peas. You have a couple of other things to say Is about okay? black eyed peas. What? Is this okay for me to sit yes, here? Tom, I, I like telling my, my friends on the world of, of a little paddle blends there. Mm-hmm. It uh, is oh, really hi. I, hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Come on in and let me know, if uh-huh. you don't mind, uh, get anything really delicious this week. Um, I had two that were for the same place, and I've been to both of them about 20 times, maybe. Yeah, well, we went to Tavolo today and had something really delicious, so we talked about that in the last hour. Yeah? I have just been informed that there, that my horse, Susie's, what was it, Susie's whatever, uh, got scratched. Oh, no. A yeah, cat or Michael, a dog or something? <laughs> I don't know if Michael 75 knows about Stay that. Stay away from that so dog. Then I will, so then I will put, uh, I think I will put my money on have no fear. Today, actually not today, tomorrow, New Year's Day, in 2006, Tom Galatoire's reopened for the first time after Hurricane Katrina. Do you remember oh, yeah? that? Yeah, sure anyway, say that again. Uh, it's probably in Hungary Town. Galatoire's reopened in 2006 on New Year's Day uh-huh. after Hurricane Katrina. Ah, uh-huh. and and that would have 
if it didn't come on at all, it would be very soon now, because that was one of the first to come out. Ralph Brennan was the master of getting well, all... Galatoire's. No, not Galatoire's. Uh, yeah, he, he was... No, Brennan's. Is, Brennan's, is yeah, Brennan. but Brennan's no, had... in 2006, yeah. on New Year's Day, yeah. Galatoire's yes. reopened for the first time after Hurricane Katrina. Got it, but... There's a, there were a lot of other ones that uh, that came well, in. Well, there, there was the it was the third of the four classic Creole French restaurants to do that. Antoine's opened three days before that, and Arno's a month earlier than that. Broussard's mm. would be several months after that that it opened again. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a, something to be proud about. I know I do because he's a friend of mine. Yeah, Galatoire's good stuff. Galatoire's is definitely Arno's, good stuff. All the stuff. Grand Dames, good. Uh, two yep. Jacks is a different kind of Grand Dame. We were there earlier this week, and it's yeah. much more casual. It's much cheaper. Mm -hmm. uh, it's and it's much hipper. It's much hipper. Skipper. It's because it's a young guy who who owns it now. I mean, he inherited it from his dad. Uh, Tom, back to Black Eyed Peas. The mm -hmm. Yankee disdain for Black Eyed Peas was not unique. Even in families where Black Eyed Peas are as inevitable on January 1st as the disposal of the old calendar. Where'd you find that? They're often, on your almanac, they're often oh. eaten only in maintenance of the tradition. That's what I do. In as small a portion as possible. Exactly. Mm, you, yeah, Others you get it. like them, like you do. You personally like all the cow peas as much as you do red and white beans. And you do love red and white beans. Could I do love be, beans. There's a flavor in there received differently by different palates, as is mm -hmm. true for broccoli and cauliflower, and come to think of it, cabbage. You, I think, really, really do like to cultivate a taste for something. I you try to be. You are kind of a master of the acquired taste. The mofter? No, not mofter. <laughs> master. I was wondering that you know, we could. Master, I said, of the acquired taste. And I don't, I don't really need to acquire any more taste. As I've said so many times before, mm -hmm. I already have too many tastes that I like. And I wish I it's could easy get, to like. I wish I could get rid of 30 or 40 pounds worth of too many tastes that I like. So I'm not looking to acquire anymore. I will leave that to you much more rarefied palates than mine. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't dislike necessarily cow peas. As a matter of fact, of all of those peas that you have eaten at one time, remember when you were on your kick to eat a different kind of pea every week. A different kind of pea? Yeah, Tom went to this went through this phase where he was trying a different kind of legume or pea every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a ripper turning and turning. Well now, I don't know. Are the are the cow peas part of the legumes? Uh, sure, yeah, because the legume okay. that's a French expression and probably a Latin too. Uh, to uh, get themselves sort of pushed down and soft. And, What's that enzyme and, in a legume? <clears throat> there's an enzyme in it that you're supposed to be looking for. I'm going to have to look it up. But mm -hmm. there's a, a, a specific good-for-you enzyme in legumes. Legume. Yeah, if you know what it is, save me the trouble of looking Jeez. it up. I'll do it at the break. 
five five six nine six nine six. But you did like, and you do like all of those peas. And you had your phase where mm-hmm. you would have a different kind of pea or mm-hmm. bean every yeah. week. And I remember when you did the cow peas, I thought, you know what? These are not too bad. No, it wasn't cow peas. It was cr- what cow peas are the whole cow peas are like the family of these peas. Oh, Crowder yeah. peas <clears throat> is the one that I thought were not bad. Those are kind of roundish, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the main uh, category that's going on uh, while that is happening is that uh, this is uh, starts off with, with almost zero in the black, uh, we're back to black foods. Black, uh, and when they start appearing, it it winds up being as a very good sign that the peas. Once again, we're back to the P E A S. Mm-hmm. And then there they are, and they are very tough. They are very uh, consistent. Uh, it's it's a, a something that I think more people ought to eat because it's certainly good for you. Yeah, well, and that's they're pretty of that too. What in the world? I'm gonna have to look that up because it's really a good thing for you. It's something you should really eat, and it's gonna drive me crazy not to think about it. Uh, there's one more interesting story about black eyed peas. The Babylonian Talmud. Talmud, makes yeah. Reference Roman. to a Jewish custom of eating black eyed peas. I guess that's true. For luck at Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. Jewish New Year, even though that was months ago or weeks ago. Uh, it could have made uh, the jump to um, the Christian world, whatever that means. Well, good. Anyway, um, the black eyed peas are in the Talmud. I like the way that sounds, Talmud. <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong. Yeah. Today in 2002, the euro became the official currency of the European Union. It opened at the same value as the dollar. <laughs> that often is the case, and uh, nobody seems to be upset I'm about it. Because every time we've ever gone to Europe, the dollar was the weakest it's ever been against the euro. Ta da! Yes. Anyway. Why do we took care of that and showed ourselves as heroes? Yeah. As the euro buys more and more more dollars, everything has gone up in price, including wine, food, and travel. True, 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 true. But for, when, uh, unless you want to keep on going, no, go ahead. <clears throat> we were talking about the peas again, and the and the spees and spees, the spees, excuse me. Uh, but the th- the restaurants that came out of Ralph Brennan after the hurricanes, mm-hmm. and I got to thinking about this. And if you think it's boring, tell me, and I'll quit doing it. Okay. But the, uh, <laughs> there he went. Man, that was did not take a long Again. time. Okay, so let's see. The very first one of all yeah. was uh, the uh, Ralph Brennan uh, seafood restaurant. He also had an Italian restaurant. Strangely enough, they were on uh, Metairie Road near Conti, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he got past that, he uh, had a couple of other additions that were along those lines, and they were all along those lines too. And it it made for a, a very good bunch of, uh, of uh, beans that never turned out anywhere else at all. And I, he put a lot into it. it, it uh, it's a lot that went into it. Which and if you read other things about him, you'll see that that is true in other ways. So anyway, Ralph Brennan. What a just a great guy! I, I've always liked him. He's really smart. He must harder anybody that's in the business of 
uh, Alf, he, he would have gotten, he could not have avoided it. I don't know. The yeah. boss man. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So we've covered, we've covered to the nth degree, uh, black foods, peas. Keys? No, yeah, keys. I, keys. I'm always looking for the keys. <laughs> Who you know, you has, think it's a joke, hey, but it's not. Who's five, got five, my six, keys? Nine, six, nine, six is the number. We'll be right back. <laughs> Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls. And the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville, 985-845-2348. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are never what they seem. Yes, indeed. We were talking to Eric earlier. Eric. pretty much did the commercial for Norjo's. Yeah, so I don't really have to go into too much about Norjo's, because we did that earlier. Uh, I think that he is 100% correct. There's a lot of great food there, and I'm not talking about olive oils and <clears throat> other things that you can get that are imported that you might not be able to find anyplace else. Uh, those are all there as well, along with some fresh baked Italian goodies. But there's a lot of food at Norjo <coughs> now. Excuse me. God bless you, Tom. <coughs> a lot of food at Norjo's that you can go in and purchase, like the best buffalo on the South Shore. What's the sound? The what's Lindy, the meatball sub. What's the... Goodness, Tom. It's having a sneezing fit here. Uh, there's the, <coughs> the cheese wheel, which is where you can go and get some fresh pasta. Uh, it is definitely a place to visit if you have not visited in a while. And even if you have, go back. It's a great place to go. That's Norjo's. On Meadow, well, it's not really on Meadow Road. It's actually at 505 Frisco Avenue, which is a little street where the railroad tracks cross Meadow Road. If you look to the right, you will see, if you're coming across from the city, you will see a little red, white, and green flag indicating something Italian. That's Norjo. Norjo is located at 505 Frisco Avenue, 833-9240. Go see him. Uh, Mark, the owner, the current owner of Norjo, has a lot of stuff on his mind, great ideas, and um, <clears throat> if you need something special, talk to him about it. That's Norjo Imports. We are back and talking about food again. Uh, Here's another one. He's I'm just... changing my bet in the race. You are? What are you changing Susie's him into? Dream, which apparently was scratched to the number seven horse, Have No Fear. That sounds good to me now because I think that's a great sort of life philosophy. If only I could follow it myself. Philosophical kibs, clips. Huh? Philosophically, uh, well, I, had it, I had it right for a second, but now I've blown it away. <laughs> 
All right, let's see what else do you have in your uh, almanac today. It's actually, we're into tomorrow's almanac. We'll go through the weekend because we're not going to be on the air. Tomorrow? The 230... I guess not, huh? What? I, I was wondering, where would she be taking it? But it's tomorrow or down the street or something, huh? I don't know. Oh, okay. It's the 200... <clears throat> It's the 244th year of the United States. Is that right? Oh. The 244th year of the United States. Well, it sounds right. I, I have the terrible The 201st year of the statehood of Louisiana. The two, uh, no, it's not the 200th. I'm going to have to go through this and add these numbers up. Anyway, it is, <clears throat> you know what, we're not going to do that because there's too many numbers in there that I have to add too quickly. Uh, in order to in order to do that, this uh, tomorrow will be the seventh day of Christmas. Seven swans a swimming. I wonder how they arrived at all of those things each day of Christmas in the song. Oh, you, you can Tom? find that up. Uh, there's if you get on uh, one of those things, you can buy from Yemic or some machine attached to. A, a scale again. Uh, you'll find something in there that has all of that, every possible way of this one and this one. Mm -hmm. oh. I've uh, been able to find that, mm -hmm. and so if, you know, if I can do it. Then we it, go to eight maids yeah. milking. milking. <clears throat> We're getting up to the 12 days of Christmas, which is the Epiphany, which is going to be an extra big day this year. The yeah, I wouldn't be too fair about that. For this weekend is Creole sauce that's brought to you by Dorignac's. One of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time, according to Food & Wine magazine. Creole sauce is a thick sauce dominated by tomatoes with onions, bell peppers, and celery, plus a generous dose of black pepper. Creole sauce differs from other common tomato sauces, like the Italian ones, in being cooked so briefly that the tomatoes retain their fresh acidity. Although the Creole culture referred to as that of New Orleans, it's an irony that Creole sauce is a minor player in the broad range of New Orleans Creole cookery. We go get the broads. We couldn't the resist that. The most popular dish made with it is shrimp Creole. You don't like that, do you, Tom? Shrimp what? Creole. Shrimp Creole? Yeah. I love shrimp creole, but I think it has to be prepared no, in don't. a very you careful way. You don't like way. tomatoes and seafood together. Huh? I've always said you don't like tomatoes and seafood together, and I agree with oh, you on that. Oh, it's not my, one of my big favorites, but it's it is something that can be made very very well if you put a a really serious oomph of uh, red and herbs chicken, and shrimp, plenty to find. Creole, yeah. Veal griots and grits. Yeah, that's a creole yeah. sauce. That's, that's pretty right. good. I have to say yeah. that's good. It can, insert, it can and is served with a wide range of foods. The reason it is in decline is that it really should be made to order or it becomes oxidized. Variations on Creole sauce involving vegetables like fennel and marilatons are becoming more common. Mm -hmm. Well, that will be saving many a life. What, Creole sauce? No, but uh, something to that keep people from looking a, in the wrong direction. That sort of puts a, a heavy um, burden on it to save a life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Your deaf dining rule number 222 is the era of the two-course dinner in gourmet restaurants yeah. is now officially underway. Yeah. Any more than that is now considered a major feast. The rule oh. is in conflict with another one that says that the era of small plates is in force. 
When we were at Two Jacks the other night, Ooh. and you could get the table d'hote menu, which had Don't five I know it. courses, I thought, who in the world needs to eat this much? And, well, the answer is Tom. <clears throat> but um, we wound up getting a number of courses and spending a lot more than if we had just gotten the table d'hote. But I have been with you in several meals lately where you have just eaten like four and five courses and I just, I can just marvel in awe. It's kind of like when we first started going out and I was 50 pounds lighter and you know, I just, uh, I just couldn't believe how much you would eat and you're super skinny now. So I well, don't know how you got back to that. That helps, but you don't need it. I mean, now, now eating that many courses would be a good thing for you because you need to put on a little weight. But um, that's a and that's on. kind of surprising because you had stopped eating like that. You were kind of doing the two courses and that was it. I mean, to quote Clara mm -hmm. Satanovich from back in the day, who needs to eat a seafood platter? Well, all of the oysters. <laughs> and I... And she's I, just talking about the large and, size. And I something. grab them I mean, every single... It's, it's really true. Single I mean, we do eat so, so much. Oysters. Maybe that's what we the need to say. It's 2021 what? should be about eating less in general. Oh, yeah? Be it at home or in a restaurant. Where? <laughs> Up like whereabouts? Tom is about to do this incredibly stupid trick that he's been doing, which he thinks is incredibly amusing. But, I mean, you know, after you've seen it 15 times, it's where you put your elbow on the table and then it slides down. And uh, if we had a, uh, a webcam... Um, you would well. You'd marvel. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's all I could say. If you had a webcam, if we had a webcam. You would marvel. Mm -hmm. The annals of overindulgence remedies. Ah. Aspirin was the first sold in tablet form on this yeah. date in 1915. This, Ooh, is, God. Only, this is the second of January. Mm -hmm. Well, it, you know, there's an interesting background with that, and you probably already know this already. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is that. Uh, Aspirin is and was a totally uh, covered over with all of the possible um, uh, names and uh, names for you the mean generic names. Generic names, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. And they, uh, in variations on the uh, variations yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, uh, it's uh, been around since then. And if you put uh, Coca Cola in a Feel of something that you're right. I mean, if you put an aspirin in Coca-Cola, what would happen? We, they would give you some uh, some fizz. grease on the hay. Uh, that's you can't put that in there. This well, I've is heard that you could clean rust with Coca-Cola, so it's probably not a good. Thing yeah, to probably. Be drinking. No, but and uh, good thing I only do it once in a blue moon. Although I have uh, been craving a Coke lately. Yeah, what color? Well, last I looked, they were all the same color. Not oh. quite black, but dark. I'm trying to think of the last time I had a Coke. It was probably on an airplane, but that, that's been a year ago. So um, maybe that's why I'm craving a Coke. I get like two, well, I get maybe four or five a year. That's it. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, aspirin was first sold in tablet form on this day, the 2nd of January, because we're going through the almanacs we're going to miss in 1915 by the drug's inventor, the German pharmaceutical company Bayer. 
Buyer, yes, that right? is how you say it, buyer. So it was the same Too bad. company. They really needed it the day before after a wild New Year's Eve party. Remember when you were in college and everybody said take an aspirin after you were drunk? That seems like a really bad idea. It does work though. It definitely does work. What is what why do you do that? So you don't get hung over. Oh, I see. Yeah, I've never had a that experience. Yeah, you've never been hung over? Yeah, I, I never have. I'm about to say that, and then when I say that, I'm going to get some texts. Oh, yeah, here I, it comes, right? It's over. coming out of the ceiling right now. <laughs> and then it's over for <laughs> you and me, me and all the rest of us. W.C. Fields, my illness is due to my doctor's insistence that I drink milk, a whitish fluid they force down helpless babies. Oh. I love milk. Oh. I love milk so much. I definitely think I'm lactose intolerant because I do have a noisy stomach sometimes. But I do love milk, and I, I won't stop drinking it, no matter what. Although I'm going to try after the first of the year. Uh, the human, this is from Michael Clapper. Clapper? Uh-huh, MD. This is with aspirin people? No, or is we, that we've a, moved just past a new thing? aspirin. Oh, We're I just see. going through little bits of your almanac, Tom. The human body has no more need for cow's mm -hmm. milk than it does for dog's milk, horse's milk, or giraffe's milk. Hmm. Huh. And then the doctor who said that said, yes, but I wouldn't mind trying all of those. Do you remember when people were, never mind, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> I don't know why, but, uh, even, but we've been left out, I'm folks. I'm not even going to say that. All right, 556-9696. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. We are talking about food, and it's the end of the year. And I would like to You're know right. if you have some special dreams or hopes for culinary experiences coming up in the year 2021. You know what's open, Tom? No, tell me. Um, the uh, Rest a While. The who? The new Pat Gallagher place. New Pat Gallagher. Well, somebody told me this morning that mm -hmm. there was such a thing, and I, have, I don't know anything about it. I didn't have time, uh, but that's one of the really, really great uh, restaurants of that kind. Yeah. I'd take them for anything. The, the, when you go to, uh, particularly the oysters and the, the sauces that come with them and all the sides that come with that, and it's, it's uh, they, they sort of semi uh, gave me credit for it for about what? five years ago. Because I, I can't remember what exactly I said, but it was some... Uh, a comparison with the the hands behind that. Oh Lord! Just looking at the menu for rest a while. There's seafood platters galore on it. It's mostly a seafood place. Mostly a seafood place, um, and uh, and some little fun things. And uh, we are going to go through the menu a little bit in when we come back from the bottom of the hour news from the Louisiana Radio Network, which <laughs> happens right now. Five five six nine six nine six. Give us a call. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. The family of late Congressman-elect Luke Letlow says they are heartbroken over the death of the 41-year-old from Richland Parish. Letlow's wife, Julia, released a statement today, two days after Letlow's death from COVID-19. She says they are grateful for all that he achieved in a life defined by service to others. Starting Monday, more Louisianans will be eligible to get a Moderna COVID vaccine. Principally, we're talking about individuals who are 70 years old or older, as well as ambulatory and outpatient health care 
workers. That's Governor John Bell Edwards, who warns there will be a limited amount of the vaccine available, at least to start for this new 1B group at select locations on Monday. Approximately 100 local pharmacies across Louisiana. The list of pharmacies will be uploaded to the state health department's website on Monday, and you'll need an appointment to be vaccinated. I'm Matt Doyle. And I'm Jeff Palermo, Louisiana Radio Network. This is Trace Atkins for Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. You know your Louisiana Farm Bureau membership gives you access to the best insurance on the planet, but it can also save you hundreds when you buy a car. On vacation, your Louisiana Farm Bureau membership gets you discounts on hotels and rental cars, and it makes you part of a group that's 143,000 families strong. So go to LAFarmBureau.org or call your parish Farm Bureau office to become a member. The Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Football. Here at Tiger Rack, we know this is the most anticipated football season since last football season. You want fluff, eat a marshmallow. I like the taste. But if you want the dirt, Tiger Rack's got the shovel. The only way to get more info on LSU sports is by wiretapping a coach. Tiger Rack Magazine. On newsstands today and online at TigerRack.com. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 8th, Leo Nocentelli. January 15th, School of Rock. And January 22nd, Glenn David Andrews. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at ThinkAOS.com. Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so inviting? All right. Uh, let's go back to Michael75, who has promised that he wants to play this uh, race. But Henry says he thinks the quality from your from the, the television to your phone to the show to people listening is going to be really bad. So what happened oh. in, the, in the race, Michael? Okay, I'm, I'm going to play the first few seconds and then, let, and then stop it and, and see if Henry likes the quality. You ready? All right, go ahead. <clears throat> Poor Tom. Look what's happening oh, to your show, indeed. Tom. No, you can't hear anything. I live like a king. Just there for some of and these two. Yeah, you can't really even tell what's going on. So you know that Susie got scratched, right? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yes, I've been saying Susie got scratched. Oh, I hadn't been listening. Oh, God. So then I've, so then I've changed it to have no fear, number seven. Okay, good. Okay, we're going with that. Okay, but could could you hear the thing when I play? No, I, I just could hear like little. It's like it's like if you could imagine okay, the worst I'm, possible quality of the show. I'll now it's only, you ready. It's it's only like a minute, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. 
Michael, Michael, Michael. Just tell do me do if do my do horse won. Do 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 do. My first one got scratched. For those oh. who are wondering. Oh, second to last right now. Oh, they're really? Yeah, they just halfway started. through the race. Okay. And it's on right. Now he's last. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you know, horses never went from last on a sloppy track. It's raining. That's why yeah. Susie got scratched. Oh, is that why Susie got scratched? Okay. Right. She doesn't oh, like the mud. That's too bad. Cynical, cynical little girl. <laughs> she doesn't like the mud. Yeah, your horse finished dead last. <laughs> well, I'm going to pretend that I haven't completely lost my mojo. Because okay, if Susie I'll, I'll give, had I'll been, give you a redemption moment next if, week, maybe. Uh, yeah, if Susie hadn't been in, uh, if Susie had been in, and I just know she would have won. Anyway, all right, okay, Michael. I, I, I got a couple other quick things. Oh, you ready? Uh, uh, well, I don't know because I got I got another, another caller, so go quick, okay. very quick. Okay. Uh, first of all, the best black thing in the world is the risotto nero. I am uh, going to say that, yes. And, uh, and cabbage, uh, coleslaw, the greatest roughage thing in the world. I'm order, ordering 30 pieces of California roll tonight. And escargot, you can make that. It's so simple. Uh, somebody was asking, but the Rollins escargot giant snails for $5 a, a can of that is perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I'm not a good well it, that goes it. without saying. All right, Michael. Take care. Bye bye. Happy New Year. Let's go to Allie. Allie. Is Allie still there? Praise the Lord. I finally <laughs> made it on. <laughs> and it's about two God seconds we're gonna hear Mommy today. Mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nap time's almost over. That's why I know it's yeah. coming. I know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So make the most of it, girl. Get going. Yes. This is what's been on my heart regarding the okay. restaurant industry this past year. And I feel okay. it is appropriate because we all get somehow sentimental on New Year's Eve, right? About the previous year. But mine pertains specifically to the restaurant industry. Yes. In that I have had fewer but exceptional restaurant experiences this year. Mm. Oh, good. These are one of your customers to readmit that? No. No, no it's just a, a just walker. restaurants I've attended. Oh, great. That's impressive. And some very unexceptional experiences. Mm. And wow. from that, I have drawn the conclusion that even if it is just moments as you are departing the restaurant for the evening, or if you feel so called to, when you have a good experience, particularly this past year, tell mm -hmm. the restaurant. And here comes another tell one. Tell them. I think you should because do that all the time anyway. I right. know, but it just really resonated with me this year because I have had some really poor ones this year mm -hmm. and I've had some really great ones. And in the past, I feel like I have given thanks and appreciation for a great dining experience. And of course, always in doing so by tipping, right? Mm -hmm. Acknowledging the good experience. But I am particularly going to make 2021 about thanking the restaurant personally mm -hmm. with words 
Where is the uh, Where is the restaurant? I think that's always good practice. I'm glad yeah. that you're going to do it, but I think it's all you know. Whatever I do that all the time anyway, and I find that it's really funny when I ask to see the manager. It's like the hair on the back of their neck goes up, and I just and I and I immediately say, "Don't worry, it's not a complaint. I just want to tell them how great something was." And, they, and then they smile and they go, "Oh, okay," and then they go get them, you know. But but usually, I guess they're so used to hearing complaints when I ask for the manager or someone in authority, you know, um, they, they are always trepidatious about following through with that request. Yes. And anyway. I, and I think that's kind of sad because it's like, gosh, how many more complaints are they getting than praising? And that's part of why I'm oh, bringing always. it up. If yeah. you have I a think, great experience, I think words, some, you know, of course, you know, you've got to pay for the food you eat and, and um, you want to enjoy it. But I think words go a lot farther than people realize anymore. Like a very intentional, authentic thank you for such a wonderful experience. Here's what we enjoyed. Here's why we enjoyed it. Um, because I have been faced with a couple of experiences this past year that I don't know if it's because the the restaurant itself has gone through so many challenges that they're just burnt out. But I mean, some back, really yeah. bad ones that it makes me want to go back to the restaurants that I had good ones that I told them, thank you for thanking them again. Well, give me your top three. Give me your top three hmm. of this year, your top three restaurant experiences. Uh, GW Finns, always. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never had a bad experience there. They're just, I went there for my anniversary um, dinner and um, back in May, and they just handled it effort, effortlessly. So, GW Total pros, always, from day one. Um, gracious. My goodness. Just gracious and, and um, authentic, just real good people great dining experience most recently i went to a gingerbread house making um event at redfish grill and literally from booking the experience to the waiter who served a table of 15 including wild chaotic children the waiter was Amazing, start to finish. Good. Took well, you know the Brennans. The Brennans are exceptionally good at at being restaurateurs, but particularly their service. Always. Yes. Always. Yes. Always. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, but just I mean, everything about what they did was top notch, perfectly executed. I feel like just going back and thanking them again, just for the hell of it. Um. And then, to my surprise, that dinner that I went to that I called y'all um, back a couple of months ago about at Martin's Wine Cellar that I had never oh, um, been yeah. to before. <laughs> what part of the city? Is it in Metairie? Yeah. The Metairie one. Mm -hmm. Could be. Well, that's unexpected. You know, when you get something unexpected, it makes it all the better. Yes. So, and then I had some bad ones, and I just thought, you know what, I'm not even going to come back 
I'm not worried about these people. I am going back to the ones that got it right, and I'm going to keep going back. Good. And that's where I'm putting my money. But, like, just from the restaurant standpoint, hospitality. Mm. Well, I can tell where it is. Think of as great, hospitable New Orleans restaurant experiences. That's where I'm putting my money back, and I'm thanking those people every time because you can get a bad experience anytime. Yep. Sure. During the walks. Especially now. Absolutely. Um, Good. I'm going to make sure in 2021, every time I dine out, so I'm not going out tonight. I'm not going out for New Year's Eve, but I'm going out on New New Year's Year's Day. Are doing anything for New Year's? Where are you going for New Year's Day? Uh, Kyle and I are going to make New Year's Day a day date, and we are going to compare La Pompe because she does it right every single time. New Year's oh. Day. New Year's Day. Uh-huh. Um, so we're going to dinner there. We're not doing anything um, tonight. We're just staying in and um, playing with the kids and drinking a little bubbly and just a low-key night. Um, but New Year's Day, we're going to go. We have dinner reservations Um is that a regular gig for you? You go to Compare Le Pen all the time? Um, we go a few times a year. Is is our New Year's Day something special? As a as a part of our, you know, regular dining right. out. Uh-huh. So um but she just does it great every single time. What well, dinner or New Year's Day in particular? Oh, dinner. Just every okay. time we've gone okay. to dinner. Okay. Um uh-huh. her wait staff is always you know, they've been there forever with her. Um they just have a very inviting atmosphere. We never eat that type of food unless we go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it's just, it's inviting. It's always done right. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a hip happening kind of place. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, so that's what we're doing for New Year's Day. But I'm going to, you know, 2021 is going to be thinking these restaurants who are just Still alive, still breathing. Yeah, really. Um, I'm impressed it, with how many are right. still alive. There really were very few casualties here, and um, and that's that's the, I, again a testimony to how enthusiastic the dining public in New Orleans is. It's 100%. it's kind of extraordinary. It really is. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> all right, my dear, you made it without it. getting called by the chillins. Yeah. Oh, they All did. Right. I Happy just New had year my, Kyle tomorrow. ran them out. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Okay, Mama's thank gonna you. Do this. All right, New bye. Year. Happy New Year to you too. Bye. <laughs> All right, five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us. We're here to do that. Just fifteen more minutes of this last show of the year. Call us. Annadell's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Anna Dell's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. 
Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Oh, I'd love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, uh, last 10 minutes of the show for this year. Give us a call, 556-9696 is the number. I want to mention that Antoine's is back, doing their thing just like they've been doing it for 180 years. Mm. Go see them. They Go get the, it. Uh, decorations still up for the holidays, and it is the same warm, grand dame, experience that you have come to love and know and appreciate. Antoine's has their classic New Orleans menu at the Hermes Bar. If you haven't been or you haven't been in a long time, go see them. It's a great place oh, to great. go. Tom's favorite restaurant in the whole city. And, Always has been. And Marge, uh, uh, he's the best uh, laugh and Charles, you're fun about of Charles. all. 713 St. Louis Street. Diage charge. Diage charge in Napoleon. Four two two is the number. Five eight one four four two two. So uh, I started to say that uh, Restawile is open, and I was looking at their menu. Long. Which is it's the seafood. It's the seafood operation of Pat Gallagher. So that's going to be great, as everything he does is. So uh, there are some. Um, there's like five entrees. They have the seafood platters, combo platters. It's kind of a casual thing, but the view is going to be great. And great oysters mm -hmm. on the half shell with the, those. Uh, Actually, Tom, I don't see any oysters no? here except Oysters Rockefeller. Mm. So the oysters that you are looking for are not here. That would be at one of his other places. So you're going to have to go have your Oysters Pablo at Gallagher's Grill. Love that. And have your uh, Oysters Rockefeller at the new place. Yeah. But that is open as of the last couple of days. So there's a couple They've of openings great. in 2020. Yeah. Our favorite restaurant of the year open, or our favorite new restaurant of 2020 is Chifuncta's, which we have said several times in a class by itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, other restaurant openings, Larder, which is um, the Allison Vega property, uh, Cava Bistro with Danny Millen, uh, this one, Pat Gallagher's Rest a While, the one we went to today, Atavalo. So even in a grim year for restaurants, there were some notable and really good openings. So uh, these are good restaurants to add to your list of places to have a great meal. Oysters, great. So what are we gonna do tonight, Tom? I think my favorite at-home New Year's, I've had two memorable at-home New Year's. 
Mm. One was about six years ago <laughs> when I was just standing in the meadow on our property on a cold, cold December night looking mm-hmm. at the moon, which was really beautiful. It was a crystal clear night. Certainly not like this night tonight. Not often, no. Yeah. And there wasn't any great food involved. It was just, you know, me <coughs> communing with myself out on the meadow all by myself. You were sleeping. Good thing and to I do. I remember the year that Mary Lee was born... Actually, hmm. the year after Mary Lou was born, the New Year's Eve of 1993. We were home because she was an infant. <coughs> Actually, she was nine months old. And um, I had some rosé champagne that we hmm. had. Remember that? Rosé champagne. That's nothing to just and, wave. And um, I think we were given that as a as a gift when she was born. It took us that long to drink it, but we had this rosé champagne. And that was when that was when rosé was not everywhere and really, really popular. Now it's everywhere. But um, it was good. It was really good. And then I made some phyllo stacks. I made little appetizers for just the two of us. And they were... A couple of sheets of phyllo, and then on top of that, I had mushrooms in a cream sauce, and then I put another layer of phyllo and more mushrooms in a cream sauce, and then I kept stacking it up till it got to be about three inches high. And then I baked those, and they were really good. That was the only time I've ever done that, but they were really good, I thought. Mm. And I don't know what we'll do tonight. I'm so full from lunch. I can't even imagine eating anything. I mean, I really can't imagine eating anything. Are you looking to eat something tonight? <coughs> You're Ooh. always looking to eat something. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'll have some. At least we have a night off from construction. Construction. So, yeah. Usually we have every night is is construction. Every night is keeping the dog away from people who are working in the bathroom. But that's not happening tonight. So, mm. yay. We have... We have an evening off from that and probably a couple of days before we finish up totally and then start Ta-da. on the other one. So we'll have foreseeable construction. Uh, we'll have construction for the foreseeable future for the new year. And some construction. Yes. Yeah. A lot of it for sure. Making sure. Five five six nine six nine six. I'm trying to think of some great experiences as we close out the show and the year for the food show. I'm trying to think of some particularly good experiences that we have had. It's been such a difficult year and such a weird year for dining. Boy, is that and true. such a game changer. You know something? Uh, I haven't <clears throat> brought up this at all for anything, but I go looking around in the tops and bottoms of the bottles coming out of uh, that restaurant and all the other ones that are there right now. And and worry about it and uh, is there ever going to be more food to be eaten and i uh just get the idea much better that it's ready to go and you're going to enjoy that more than you're going to get it anywhere you can think of quickly without cheating anyway i th- i think we are uh just knocking them down well i think that there have been some <clears throat> definite realignments in the in the world of dining 
because of the odd year that we've had. And I think there are things that were frowned upon that are now going to just be here with us going forward. Like you used to always say, never take food out. No. Food does not travel well, etc., etc. And then in the spring, in the lockdown, that was the only way you could get food. Sure. I'm glad I have a lot of jackets. A month or so. That was the way that you could get food. And I remember, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to even remember it now. It's been so long ago. It seems like a lifetime ago. Do you remember when we were not able to go to any restaurants and we were waiting to hear the word that they were opening and then they opened up for outdoor dining first. And then I remember going to La Coretta to pick up the food that we used to eat on the patio all the time and all the tables were turned with chairs on them and it was just the saddest thing in the world and fortunately yeah. that was only a couple of weeks and then you were able to go eat outside and that was a a big development and then you could eat on plates that were not paper plates I mean it's just it's like it happened and it's been so long ago and you can barely remember it, but it's definitely not a good memory and you just wonder if it was real or not. It was definitely real. But now, and now we're okay. Dining, I think anyway, I'm sorry. It's very much like it used to be except for the mask thing and for the placement of the tables, but things like food delivery and picking up food all these things are here to stay now they're not the way that you would like to eat tom huh love it i love it all looking at it i like to think about it i like uh, throwing it upside uh, down and blow little nest nice little I things in, you know things like that and see what people when, think about that i remember when you used to uh, in the beginning of all this, when Mary Lee would be on the South Shore and then she would come back home to the North Shore and line up all the food in the takeout containers, I was really surprised how easily you adapted to that. It was like, you know what, as long as I can have my food, I'll take it any way I can get it. And I was surprised at how well a lot of that food traveled, actually. I mean... We had a lot of good meals, even in takeout containers. You just heated them up in the kitchen, and and they were fine. I mean, they weren't, you know, they weren't part of the dining experience, but they were still good gourmet foods that you could eat. Uh -huh. It was, it was fine. So we made it through. Yeah. And here we are at the end of the year, and we look forward to another year that who knows what that will be like, but. Um, we keep on. We keep on keeping on. And that's all there is. I love it. It's all you can do. Anyway. All right. That all right. is it for our show. We would love to ask you to please tell a friend about the show. It's, you know, it's nothing of great import. It's just a silly little gab fest for two hours in the afternoon. But it's so much different than all the dark stuff that's out there. I mean, who doesn't Burn love hours. to talk about... Oh, the crab cakes what I made is. last night, for example. I used the crab that was from Christmas, so it was like one day away from being bad, but it was good. I did the crab cakes. I did not do them like Stan said. I did sort of like he said. 
I did the mayo. The stale St. Joseph bread that Nicole Dorgnat gave me uh, became really, really great breadcrumbs. And uh, they were good. We, I did a little lemon butter sauce with capers over them, and they came out exceptionally mm -hmm. good, I thought. We had a nice little meal of, of crab cake. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that we'll continue to do. Forward. We'll better tomorrow to than tomorrow again. That's again. what is much better than everything else that's out there, talking about capers and lemon butter sure. sauce. So uh, please tell your friends about the show. They might like a little respite check their cares at the door. Um, they can download the Simple Radio app and listen from any place they are. Type in 990 New Orleans and there you have it. If you've missed part of the show and want to go back and get it, we have the food show on nomenu.com. Com. And those of those uh, of you who it, might... The podcast is there. We also have a place for you to sign up for the newsletter, which comes out twice a week. It's the events page on the news, uh, on the website, things that you can do around town culinarily, um, fun things that you might be able to do in the restaurant. Uh, that can be mailed to your inbox twice a week. You and there sign up at nomenu.com. We have our Instagram, at the New Orleans Menu. We'd love for you to follow us there. A lot of pretty pictures. I was watching Mary Lee take them today. They're exceptionally good. And Tim McNally is up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. See you next year. WGSO New Orleans, 4 o'clock. Want to hear more than just the same sports topics about the same sports teams? Then tune in to All Season Long with me, Sean Ross, Thursdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Around impending changes to benefit payments. Additionally, just over 300,000 claims were filed under the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program for self-employed gig workers and freelancers. Georgia Senator David Perdue is going into quarantine just days before his runoff election. The Republican came in close contact with a person who tested positive for the virus. Georgia voters will decide between him and Democrat John Ossoff for one of the two Senate seats in Tuesday's election. Republican Kelly Leffler faces Democrat Raphael Warnock in the other race. Republicans need to win just one of the two seats to retain control of the Senate. However, a Democratic sweep would put that party in charge. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult.